Hello, this is Will Hardy with Man Talk Radio. We are all about breaking down the walls of race and denomination. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few minutes. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Network podcast. This is the Truth Network. Coming to you from an entrenched barricade deep in the heart of Central North Carolina. Masculine Journey After Hours. A time to go deeper and be more transparent on the topic covered on this week's broadcast. So sit back and join us on this adventure. The Masculine Journey After Hours starts here now. Welcome to Masculine Journey After Hours. And uh, we are going to revisit a couple things from the previous show. We don't often do that, but we're going to do that where we left off with Danny. He was right in the middle of telling us a story where your your grandfather had passed away. Your daughter was kind of taken into another state and you hadn't seen her. And we kind of had to go. So you want to just pick up from there and tell us a little bit more about it? Yeah, well, all of that had happened and my life just began to spiral. and, And I was blaming God for what was going on. And probably secretly on the inside it was I was blaming myself because I must have done something terrible to make him mad and therefore and that that was my life for several years um but the perspective of it you know came clear later in life and that you know bad things we were talking about bad things do happen to good people and good things happen to bad people and but it's our it's our view of how we see our events that without you know, we talk about it here all the time, you know, leaning into God and God, what's going on here? Because I can't see. And, and ironically, this week I had some eye trouble on Sunday and I couldn't see or very blurry in my right eye and went to the eye doctor. And I've been dealing with like our spiritual senses, just kind of on a sideline thing. And so she was telling me that your the cornea of your eye, my eye got damaged because my eye dried out and uh, the eyelid and the cornea stuck together and kind of damaged it. And she said, it's healing. She said, your, your eye is the most miraculous organ in your body because it heals itself pretty quickly and you're, it regenerates about every five days. She said, so what scars will, will actually go away? And what I realized from that and dealing with this topic is that, you know, if our spiritual vision would clear up in five days, or in a certain amount of time, then, then we would see clearly if we let God do the healing and give us the vision of what's really going on, we would have the peace you talked about, Sam, in the first show, that you know it's okay because God's got this. Mm-hmm. Because the world is a chaotic place, but God's still in charge. He's still on the throne, and he, he, isn't, he hasn't turned his back. So Yeah, it gets more chaotic. You know, every day it seems it's it seems as though it's it's at a very high rate of getting more chaotic all the time. Yeah, yeah, and that's whether it's personal, just social, everything out there. It's chaos is the name of the game. It seems like anymore. Well, we're going to revisit something else from the first show. We were talking to friend of the show, Vinny Menino. No, it's not our friend Vinny that passed away. That would be amazing if we could talk to Vinny right now. It'd be Hello. a great blessing. But this is his grandson, Vinny. And so he was telling us some about his journey. And if you want to listen to that, go back and listen to the, the show that we just got done recording. And it'll be available uh, right after this show or same time as this show. It'll be uh, posted on uh, Saturday. So you should be able to listen to it then. And uh, anyway, Vinny, you want to tell us a little bit more about your story? Sure. Um, 
back when I was the victim of an assault, I was coming up on my 10th year with the company I was with. Um, I was 39, so that was you know job that I had for a quarter of my life. Um, and, you know, because I was assaulted and because I was in the hospital, uh, I was on a 90 day medical leave. <clears throat> and, um, when my 90 day medical leave was over from a corporate perspective, um, they had my position still available for me, but I, I was still at least walking with a cane, if not actually walking with a walker at that point. I had so much atrophy that I had to rebuild from scratch when I got out of the hospital. So, And the doctors didn't approve me to even go back to work part-time. So I had to be terminated. Um, I was actually terminated in the uh, 11th month of the what would have been the 10th year, which was a little frustrating. But um, everybody assured me, Whenever I'm fully recovered, I can go back to work. Um, and then I did finally get to a point where I could at least go back to work part-time. But my company had reduced hours and reduced labor um, that they could spend. Uh, they actually were in a atrophy situation where they had to, people had to leave before they could even consider hiring new people. Um, and at that point, I would have been a new, uh, a rehire, new hire. Um, so I wasn't able to get my job back the way I was told I would be able to, the way I was looking forward to. And it was a job that I had for a quarter of my life. Um, it's a good, good company. Um, and I, I really could have seen myself retiring with that company um, decades from now, but it uh, didn't work out. And that is when the depression really started to hit. Um, but, and, and, and things got really bad. Uh, but I've been just moving forward, um, moving according to God's plan, which he had definitely put into place. He knew me when I was in the womb. I think there's a scripture about that. <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I've been walking according to his plan. Um, and I've been, uh, I've had new job after new job after new job. And here recently I was looking at changing from my current job to be in the same field, but to a different place. I just wanted to make sure I had all of my, I updated my resume. I wanted to make sure I had all my professional references up to date. So I reached out to the district manager of, the old company I used to work for, uh, he he hired me at that store back in 2007, um, and he's now the district manager, and I want to use him as a professional reference. I emailed him, and he called me back and essentially offered me back the same position that I had uh, before the assault in the same store. Um, and I actually had that interview today. And wow. um, um um, uh, so God works in mysterious ways and his path for me ends up being kind of a circle. 
because you know I'm I'm getting to go back to where I was, but I'm I'm getting to do it now with a completely different perspective. The the perspective um, and uh, belief system of a believer instead mm-hmm. of a skeptic, um, and I am really thankful for that, and I'm really looking forward to the what's next and i'm just uh putting one foot in front of the other and hoping i can uh bring glory to him and um yeah i just um really excited about that and uh i i it's it, it it's really good and um i really um i'm really happy about that that's awesome. praise god yeah that, that is amazing yeah. well what's really cool yeah, i was just realizing uh we've had all three of the Menino men on the show oh, now. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, of course your grandpa was on forever and, mm-hmm. and uh, that was a joy. And then we were able to have Paul in studio with us and now we've had you in here. And so what a blessing that is to, to have all three of you be here and share some time with us. And hopefully you'll be able to do it more often. We'd love to have you anytime you want to come. We're here every week. So, you know, just come, come join us and hang out with us. Anyway, well, thank you, Vinny. Thank you. Uh, Jim, uh, before we get to your clip, I want to go ahead and set up the topic again in case they just join the show. They, I could make them go back and listen to the other show, I guess, but I could just tell them. Anyway, it should just take a second. But the topic this well, week. tell them already. Oh, I'm trying. I wish you'd take it a second to tell us. Before. <laughs> well, it's taking longer now, but I could wait. Now, the, the topic this week, and I won't get into how we came about it. You can go back and listen to the other show and, and hear that. But uh, the topic for this week is what are the things that we hold back giving the reins to God? giving God control, right? That we kind of hold on, whether it's out of our own pride, whether it's out of our own skepticism, if it's out, doubt, whatever that might be, whatever word may fill that void for you. But what keeps it, and what are those things that we, we, we just struggle to hand over? And, and I think it's something as a Christian, you get obviously better at it, right? But I, again, I, I don't know at what point do you fully arrive where you say absolutely everything God is in your hands. You know, I've I've yet to really meet a person that I know that's where they are. I wish you'd quit saying that, but what's that? <laughs> I'll tell you later. Okay, well, Jim, it's your turn now, so it's your, it's your clip that we're going to go with. So you want to talk about that? Or I was actually pretty anxious about following Danny's and thinking that would be a great chew-in, and then yours may be even better. But uh, first of all, suspend your memory of Men in Black and just listen to the discussion here. Um, and this is the recruiting of uh, Will Smith. J. Yeah, Will Smith. We'll go that way. Uh, J. K. Q. My mind's gone. But uh, Will Smith is being recruited to join the Men of Black, and this is the discussion. And for me, it landed in that you know we've got a couple ways we can go, and this covers both of them. Okay, so it's him and Tommy Lee Jones, I think, talking, right? Here we go. Humans, for the most part, don't have a clue. They don't want one or need one either. They're happy. They think they have a good bead on things. Well, why why the big secret? People are smart. They can handle it. A person is smart. People are dumb, panicky, dangerous animals, and you know it. 1,500 years ago, everybody knew the Earth was the center of the universe. 500 years ago, everybody knew the earth was flat and 15 minutes ago you knew that people were alone on this planet imagine what you'll know tomorrow yeah this uh, may be my shortest clip ever and it 
really said a lot if you insert God into this. Uh, I've had a, and this was the comparison, my life has been blessed. Last week, I had two of the greatest things to happen to me in recent history come down the pike. And then my sister took ill suddenly, seriously, and died on Sunday. So I've seen both ends of the roller coaster within a week of one Mm -hmm. another. And the head in the sand is a place I've lived, and I've had very few things I would consider tragedies in my life. And even Sarah's passing was a blessing for her and for her son, and it had a lot of opportunities that God had in that. And since then, uh, one of them is talking to my cousin, and we were grew up together, best friends, but became as, as strange. I can't even talk. Separated estranged. from me, estranged, yeah. Yeah. didn't want to come out right. But it was, we had a wonderful conversation today that brought God into it. And in the discussion, he had several light bulbs go on. And now I am, I never really thought that he would not come around, but we're getting old. We're both in our late 60s. And he, the light bulbs came on today, and he's a brilliant guy, and you know he's the what I think smart. He's one of the first couple of people I think of. Uh, he's got a better vocabulary, and he's brighter than I am, guys. So Frank is a very special person in my life. But and and what I was gonna say in, in my life is, I feel like I've gone through the good and the bad with a fairly even keel because as I've gotten older, I've realized that all I have to do is listen for God. That can be tough and then be obedient when I hear from him. And that's been my experience through the last few weeks. And it is getting easier as I get older. And while I certainly don't have everything together, when all you have to do is focus on him and follow him and respond correctly to him, he's responsible for all the outcomes. So all the stress I used to feel about getting things done is pretty much gone now. That's good. That's good. Well, thank you, Jim. I, um, uh, Danny, is there anything that you would like to say that you still – struggle to give over to God, you know, what, what would be one of those things? And you don't have to answer. I just, we, we, we've both talked and, and Jim's just talked, but you know, is there, is there anything that you would throw on the list? I, for me, I'll, I'll go first. I think I still struggle with asking God first a lot. It just fill in the blank. It doesn't matter what it is I, on big decisions. I do a lot better, you know, but I just think I know better. You know, like, I think I need rest, so I just don't do anything and just hang out or, or chill or relax. It may not be what my I really need. And instead of asking God, I just kind of chart off. And when it's unfulfilling, I just go, oh, I wonder if I should ask God <laughs> <laughs> what I really needed to do here. And we it, do have our similarities, Sam, and you're a sharp guy. And my thought always, well, God gave me a good brain. He expects me to use it. 
yes, but not necessarily first. Yeah, and mine is that. I just, God is too many times still an afterthought in my planning, in my decision-making. I think I need, I know what I need to do more than he, not more than he does. I just don't need to ask. You know, and, and sometimes that works out well and he's gracious and sometimes it doesn't work out so well, you know, and I, I probably should have asked, but, you know, and tied into that, uh, and then we'll jump to you, Danny, uh, tied into that is learning, God challenged me a long time ago to look to him for my comfort. And I still don't really know what that means fully yet. I'm still working on it. I'm still growing in it, you know, cause I, I, I try to find my own comfort in things, you know, and instead of saying, okay, God, what's that really mean? I need to lean into him a lot more as he's challenged me more to, to lean into him on that. One of my favorite stories in the Bible is Peter walking on water. And I think I know why is because I lived that over and over again, because I step out in faith and it's all joyous for the first few steps. And then I begin to pay attention to the waves and the wind and forget who called me out of the boat anyway. Mm-hmm. And I begin to sink and so that that's the whole, you know, faith movement, I think, in my life. Maybe I'm getting a little better because I'm getting older. And then the other thing that would disturb me would be walking in on Jim and his cousin having a conversation. I wouldn't understand anything they said. Yeah. So uh, that'd be a tough one. That would be a tough one. Yeah, I, I would have to have Google up when I walked in. Yeah, room, I, so. I would need a thesaurus and a couple other things. Yeah. Uh, Andy, we're actually going to get to your clip next. So uh, threw you a, a ringer there, Rodney. I, I went had to, to wake him up. Yeah. I did. I did. I want to see if he's paying attention. So, Andy, we're going to get to you in your clip. So <clears throat> this past weekend, I went uh, to the high and they, um, with the, the team that we've talked about up there, and they did a um, the Becoming a King retreat uh, that Wild Heart does, and uh, really great time. Really enjoyed it. Really learned a lot and just God came after me. But one of the ways he came after me was a, as a was a clip from the horse whisper. Now my clip is from that. It's not the clip that I saw there at the camp, which was really powerful where um he's actually trying trying he's doing his horse whisper and stuff and trying to get the, the horse to, to obey or whatever. But it going into that, you have Grace, a young girl here, who was in a tragic accident with pilgrim the horse and both of them are kind of skittish yeah they have ptsd yeah exactly and and he's trying to get the horse out of that but he wants a buy-in from grace as well in doing so um and really this is us to me to the the topic being how do we hold back from god well a lot of times we do hold back from god on those injured places those wounds those hurt places that's what we try to protect we may give him access to a lot of our wounds, but then, or or our whatever, our um, the flesh wounds, our, the flesh wounds, <laughs> not the deep wounds, or yeah. it could be character yeah. stuff that's yeah. a byproduct of those wounds or whatever. But uh, he come, he keeps coming after us, and that's kind of what you see with this horse whisper going after. It. I think that's Tom Booker's his name, and he's just he's going after both the horse you'll hear a little bit with the horse and the interaction and the ho- that's a horse being spooked but then you see him go after grace as well and before i play it if they've never seen the horse whisper but basically what that is is somebody that's really really good with horses that yeah. can come in and yeah. get them to kind of change how they do things yeah they whisper to the horse and the horse right whisper. exactly it's yeah. in the title but in case they didn't understand <laughs> no, I know. that i'm just clarifying you know, yeah, yeah yeah it could have just been hey horsey i mean it could have been that right <laughs> that's not what we're talking about so we'll go ahead and play the clip and come back and talk about it <laughs> You're riding him. 
Well, we could play it at the beginning. That might be the better yeah, that place would to be start. best. Whisper that there. So. Yeah, here we'll play it at the beginning. The clip whisper. Howdy, Lester. Howdy. Going to see that horse? Yeah, I thought I might. Well, I hope you got insurance. Well, you're the closest anyone's ever gotten. I have to be honest with you. I still feel you made a long trip for nothing. But before I even think about it, I need to know something right now. And it's a question for Grace. You see, when I work with a horse, it's no good just me doing it. The owner's got to be involved, too. Well, that'll be a little complicated. You can make it as complicated or as easy as you like. But she's the one that's going to be riding him. Am I right? Hey, right? Now, here's the deal. I don't know that I can do anything. But I'm prepared to give it a go, if you'll help. Or you have a problem with that? Isn't it, like, obvious? Not to me. Either you want to or you don't. Look, I'll talk to you. Excuse me, with all due respect, this is her decision, not yours. Now, I don't want to waste anybody's time here. Mostly mine. Well, nothing else to do around here. That's not good enough. I can't help you. Yeah, you just hear in her voice, you know, sometimes we can get that way with God, too, whenever he's coming after those places. Isn't it obvious what's going on here, God? You know, it's uh, um, just that callous attitude sometimes even. You know, I've been hurt enough before. And God, you know, the whole Isaiah 61, how he comes after the brokenhearted, he knows how to woo us. He's a romancer, and he knows how to go after those things. But again, we hold out, and we hold out a lot of times after we've already had healing in many different areas, and we just won't give him that access to what he really wants to go after because he wants to see a complete us. He wants to see us fully operating out of our uh, our true identity of who we are and become who all he created us to be, and it will never happen as long as we hold on to those areas. Yeah, what I really liked about that clip, and, and you said it, and I'm going to say it again a little differently, yeah. that, you know, um, a lot of times we'll turn it over to God and say, okay, God, you got this, which is great, but yeah. we don't want to do anything with it, right? Right. Yeah. We don't want to have to do our part. And God's like, no, no, right. no, this is going to bring you in, yep. right? And so we want to be hands-off sometimes, mm-hmm. and, it, and he doesn't allow us to be, no. which is really pretty cool that, that that's the way yep. he chooses to do it, that, you know, he says, okay, no, I'm going to yep. I'm gonna bring you through in it. And one of the things you were saying, Andy, that, you know, around the, the table, you know, with the guys in the, in the Band of Brothers, we've all had breakthrough yep but you know it it just seems like when we get to that next one boy this one feels harder Mm -hmm. you know it's maybe been with me longer it's been a part of me i don't even know how to be without this yep you know because it's been so much a part of my life and it sounds sounds silly but you know i mean if i'm a pig laying in mud i at least know what this mud feels like well it could go back to yeah it's my mud it's comfortable it could go back to like what Danny was saying was, well, where were you that? That was almost like that girl was like, isn't it obvious? You know, yeah. why, why can't you, you're wanting to come after it now. Why didn't you come after it then? I mean, that's the real dialogue we have with him a lot of times when we don't know all that stuff. Again, people have free will and people sin and people get us in situations and stuff, but he continues to come after it and continues to, um, you know, help us through those places where we don't want to give up access well, thank you, Rodney. I hope I left you enough time, but I really wanted to have you go last for this reason. I want to see how many times we can use Outlaw Josie Wales in different topics. 
Well, we have to use it one more time because it is the greatest movie ever told, right? Amen. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know I love it. Yeah. And it's all about me, right? That's what this clip was about that it's you your clip. went on. Yeah. Well, the clip's about pride, and that's what I got out of the lyrics when you sent them because you're kind of like, hey, there's got to be a topic in here somewhere. And then at the end, you actually said what your topic was. But by that time, I'm like, uh, it's, I'm, we're supposed to figure it out. Well, it, it wasn't like my text was as long as one of Jim's. No. <laughs> it was like four no. sentences. At, at, at most. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I w- so I would, but I just wanted to go in. I was like, well, what's going in the song? I couldn't get anything out of it. I went to the lyrics. I started, you know, parsing some things out. And then eventually he's like, whoa, Rodney, stop. <laughs> it was like, I, but it was fun. I actually enjoyed it because when you start looking at the lyrics and what it came down to, the basic base of everything for me was was pride. And that's where this clip from Josie Wales got the grandmother and she's traveling out west to go to her son's place. And she's a proud Kansas person. And when she hears that something's from Missouri in this first part of this clip, she doesn't want anything to do with it. Nope, I won't take it because nothing good comes out of Missouri, Andy. And then... Uh, we go down the path of she travels on and then she's overrun by Comancheros. All the men in the outfit are killed. There's just her and her daughter. And that's the second part of the clip when it picks up and they find him there. And uh, Josie makes an observation. So go ahead and play in just one second. We have to set it up here. I guess it's not, it's not playing. It's not playing. Well, what happens is you've got, Grandma has a big pride issue, and it comes out glaringly in the in the movie when she's like, "Hey, this is what I've got going on," and she goes, "She goes, you know, she won't change her attitude because somebody tries to speak into her that's traveling with her, but she won't have anything to do with it." And then next thing you know, God intervenes and has her completely overcome. All right, we're gonna try the clip one more time. We can do it. Yeah, okay. we're gonna try. It. Let's see if it starts where I think it is. There we go. The weed is from Kansas, and the molasses comes from Missouri. <coughs> well, sir, we'll do without molasses. Anything from Missouri has a taint about it. Now, Grandma, we've got to tread lightly. Now we're here in Texas. Lots of nice elements from Missouri coming west. Never heard of nice things from Missouri coming west. And treading lightly is not my way. We're from Kansas. Jayhawkers, I'm proud of it. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of what's going on here is the pride issue, right? So one of the... <coughs> The things here, when you have a big view of me, and I have a big view of others, so what I had is the pride of, well, I got a fear of man, I've got to go please everybody else. And that's what really kept me from turning to God. But now, as God keeps growing and growing and growing in my life, others are becoming less and less influential, and it's really helping me to turn to Him and trust in Him. Yeah, and the pride kind of fades away. Yeah. Well, thank you for uh, listening to the show. Go to MasculineJourney.org to register for the upcoming boot camp. It's a weekend before Thanksgiving. I think it's November 16th through 20th, something like that. This is the Truth Network.